Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. My name is Kale. I'm incredibly influential. And I'm Maxwell, and I'm highly successful. Today is Friday, uh, February 16th, as we are recording this. We're talking about shit. This is an important episode. You know why? We sure are. If you if you read the title, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about that Super Bowl, baby. Let's talk about that fucking Super Bowl. Cause guess what? I have I have a theory that we need that we need to discuss because the the, the federal government uh, is listening. They are, and they're gonna they're they and the NFL are gonna hunt me down and kill me for what I'm about to say. But Let's I have that over with. I have evidence. So, um, number one, Super Bowl was fucking scripted. Absolutely 110% scripted. Um, yes. It's, uh, it's impressive how much, um, what's his name? Travis Kelsey? Is that his name? Yeah. All right. So, so here's my... How did, he, how did he memorize that whole spiel he was going to give to his um uh, his his coach? That was pretty impressive. You know. I that wasn't part of it. That wasn't that I don't know if that was part of it, but my here's my theory. I'm going to lay it out from beginning to end. So, right. what what happened at the beginning of the season was that uh the NFL changed their rules about overtime, right? They said during a playoff game it's not going to be first team to score wins. It is both teams will get a possession and uh, both teams will get a chance to score. And uh, whichever one uh, wins after both possessions uh, wins instead of how it used to be, which was sudden death first score wins. Uh, And that's how it is during the normal season, but not during the playoffs. So during the, the, the Super Bowl, this is the second Super Bowl ever. In all of fucking human history, in all of NFL history, out of all 58 of them, only two have ever gone to overtime. And they just changed the rules before this time. Meanwhile, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get together. Now, the NFL, I'm pretty sure their ratings have been going down for a while because people have been cutting the cord and just not really being interested in football anymore. So... Travis Kelsey starts dating Taylor Swift. All the Swifties flock to the NFL, right? Yes. Um, also, I want to, I want to, I want to iterate now. I want to, I want to preface my the rest of my theory by saying that uh, Joe Biden released a tweet, a dark Brandon tweet, which was very funny, where he was like, "Just like we drew it up," and he, uh, you know, joking that he was the one who rigged it. I don't think the federal government rigged it. I think this is just an NFL thing. I think maybe the federal government knew about it and didn't care, but I think this was primarily an NFL thing. So well, I'm glad you clarified that because, you know, we have to address that. So the NFL, huge ratings this season for the Chiefs games, right? So they're like, okay, the Super Bowl is going to be seven. What is it? Seven million dollars for a 30 second ad spot during the uh, the first quarter uh, primetime uh, best, like best time for advertisers, right? Seven million dollars for thirty seconds, right? And I think they get what is it, six minutes of uh, the normal rules for like a serialized or, or or for like a TV show is six minutes, uh, for every thirty. So what is that? One 
uh yeah one fifth of advertise or one fifth of the program is advertising but i think it's a little bit more on sports so uh, or uh, for like live sports right so they get they might get like a little bit more than one fifth but let's say 20 percent of that time is ads and uh so during that first period you know now that taylor swift and her her boy toy time person of the year two time time person of the year winner taylor true, swift true that um as I opposed to there. as opposed to all of us one time winners um yeah i was i was making a joke about that with my girlfriend i was like i was talking about this exact thing and i'm like you know uh tell, so, i feel like there might be a, so a was imbalance. i how did you yeah. how did you and i end up having this similar conversation but like yeah i was talking was... about like oh i think that there might be a, a power imbalance between taylor swift and travis kelsey right because she has won it twice but travis only won it once you know so it's like isn't that crazy you know <laughs> i yeah. mean but yeah you know times person of the year winner taylor swift is there all of her fans are watching because fucking it's 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 swifty you know it's time to get swifty so it is they're watching uh fucking what is it blake lively is there ice spice is there uh who the fuck else was there i don't know alana heim was in one of the earlier games that was cool um but anywho everybody's watching this is the highest ratings the super bowl has ever gotten and then it goes to overtime so they can stretch it a little bit more and get a little bit more ads in there and get paid a little bit more for that. And it goes about as long as it can possibly go while still having plausible deniability. But they just changed the rules right before that season just to make it go a little bit longer and to make it as tense as possible to keep those ratings up just to have the Chiefs win. And because the Chiefs won, all of the Swifties are going to come back next season, right? Because now they've made football fans, right? So this wasn't an, an, a, a trick by Roger Goodell and the rest of the NFL to jack up as many viewers from the Swifties as possible. So if if the Chiefs had lost, Taylor Swift uh, fans just wouldn't give a shit anymore. But now that they've got super-duper high fucking ratings on the Super Bowl – and a bunch of new potential fans, they're going to be able to like milk that even more next uh, season, you know. Mm. But I think once the Swifties stop watching, once like the novelty wears off of Taylor Swift being married to fucking uh, Travis Kelsey, because the ta- the Taylor Swift b- bubble is going to burst, right? Eventually, she's going to make the change from. Uh, from a, a powerful charting artist to a legacy artist, right? Where it's like, you know, like Aerosmith in the 90s, right? Or like uh, like Beatles, uh, like former Beatles in like the 80s and the 90s, right? Like they were big, they were, they were, you know, huge, and they charted a lot back in the day. And their new songs still chart, but they're not like, hit makers they're not making waves anymore right and i think taylor swift especially with the whole eras thing i think she knows that she's about to become a legacy artist right and i think that that's sort of like she she realizes that that's coming in her career and once that happens the taylor swift travis kelsey thing is not gonna 
be a big thing anymore. The Swifties aren't going to watch the NFL anymore. And I think right after that, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are going to break up. Because I don't know if she really enjoys his company. Because, you know, I like him. He seems like a nice dude. Not a whole lot up there in, in between the ears. You know what I mean? Oh, what what gave it away? <laughs> Have why you seen you, his Twitter? Why would you say that? He's, I mean, he's a himbo. Have you not seen his Twitter? Even before he started playing football. So it's not CTE that's made him, you know, a little dull. It's it. He, he was sort of always like that. And so I don't know if, if Taylor Swift really likes someone who's not all, you know, intellectually challenging. However, I will say... Uh, she's not really the, the the brightest person in the world either, but she's certainly smarter than he is. There's like an intellectual gap between them and a power gap between them and a wealth gap between them. And so my I guess my main thing is if they do break up, if there isn't like, you know, a, a fairy tale wedding and all that bullshit, if they do break up, then... Uh, I feel like Travis Kelsey is going to be very, very worse off because Taylor Swift is the most powerful woman in the world and he's just some tight end. You know, he's a good tight end from what I hear. Uh, I'm not really a big Chiefs fan, but he, he's, he's a decent tight end. It's just he's not fucking special. You know, he's, he's a tight end with a podcast with his uh, brother, I think. And that's it. But what does that make yeah. us? Uh, incredibly influential and highly successful. All right. I'm just checking. <laughs> um, but yeah, also I, I had two other things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, one is involved with football, but doesn't involve Taylor Swift. And one is involved with Taylor Swift that doesn't involve football. Which would you like to talk about first? Uh, well, I think, well, that's hard to choose. Cause I feel like we're talking about both, but right. Uh, and and I feel like we're we're branching off into two different paths here, and I want to cover both because I think they're both really interesting. Um, one's like a story that I didn't uh, tell. I don't think I told it on the podcast. I might have actually. I think I did. Um, but like I wanted to like reiterate it and see how it related to the Super Bowl. And then another is something that I haven't talked about before. That is more current events. So I feel like both of them could be mined for content, but I don't, I don't want to like go down one path and then stop and then reverse all the way back to this fork and then go down the other path. You know, I feel like that's going to kill the pacing, but let's, let's see which one we do first. How do how do we feel about that? Let's do, let's, let's talk about the football stuff first. All right. And then we'll go into, we'll go into Taylor Swift. So we've got, uh, uh, so, so I'm going to set the stage, right? It is October of 2022. I am, uh, I'm, I'm in Indiana, North, Northwest Indiana, or I guess it's just North Indiana. Um, I'm in South Bend. I'm at a Notre Dame game. I'm freezing my fucking balls off. It is cold. It is very cold. It's extremely cold actually. And Notre Dame is playing Stanford. And let me just tell you, this was the most rigged game I've ever fucking seen in my life. Like, 
There was like so many fucking false penalty flags being thrown. There's so many penalties that should have been called on Stanford that weren't. And then at like the end of the game, there was a bullshit uh like uh the the play clock, the amount of time that uh is left in the game is still running when Notre Dame calls a timeout. And it's like specifically a time when it shouldn't be running because they called a timeout. So nobody like goes in and is like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. That's not how that works. So Notre Dame loses a whole bunch of time to be able to run it back against Stanford and Stanford fucking wins. Right. So that ref, that ref, absolutely. I swear to God, uh, uh, if we, if we found that ref's name and we looked at where his kids went to fucking college, hundred percent. I bet one of them went to Stanford. At least one went to Stanford on like a full ride or at least got in, you know? So somebody look into the ref. It was October 15th, 2022. Find that ref, find out where his kid went, and uh, uh, we're going to expose him to the NCAA. Okay? Okay, cool. Okay. So that's how I know what a one-sided rigged game looks like, right? Like, Notre Dame was actually trying, and, like, they they were getting fucked over. Like, they were challenging these, like, penalty things, and when they did, you know, they would win because they were bullshit. So Notre Dame clearly wasn't in on the rigging but san francisco totally was during the super bowl it was it was 100 scripted they they bribed everyone and they're like okay we know this is gonna suck now but you're gonna get increased ticket sales because the swifties are gonna be like oh you know they're doing this whole nfl thing sort of near where i live maybe we should go check it out you know and so they're i'm sure they were like okay we need the the 49ers to make it to the overtime but they're not going to win right and i think the 49ers were okay with that because you know they get paid either way so i think that's what's happening and i think that is uh what happened and that's the situation and if i go missing uh before this episode goes out on tuesday you know what happened i need you to follow the money and follow where to to roger goodell because I know he's fucking did it, that son of a bitch. And I need you to hold him accountable. Get justice. So if I go missing, you know what happened. I didn't kill myself. That's that's what happened. I probably did. I probably fucking did. This weather sucks. It snowed today. I'm sad. Um, but anywho, now let's now let's talk about Taylor Swift here, right? Let's talk about Taylor Swift. Are you ready to talk about Taylor Swift? I would love to talk about Taylor Swift. So during the Grammys, Taylor Swift released the she 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 has has decided on the uh, title of her next album, and it's the fucking tortured poets department. That's what she's calling her next album. Like why? So she's the tortured poet. I guess. Apparently. Fucking why? I don't. Is she still 15? It must be really hard for her. It, it, to be a, a, a 34-year-old woman with the mind of a 15-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine it, it's very difficult. Because, now let's let's compare here, right? You know, Burning, burning all those fossil fuels must have a real toll. <laughs> yeah, they must have addled her mind. 
Um, but counterpoint, Adele uh, dropped an album. What was it? Uh, uh, release day. It was October. Fuck. It was October something. Uh, twenty twenty one. She dropped thirty, which is which is this like masterclass of like emotional maturity and growth that like caps off the uh emotional arcs that she started in 19 uh her album 19 back in 2008 right uh she's mature she's like reflecting on motherhood and her divorce and all of that and and you know it's a great album right i don't i don't fuck with all the tracks on it but like there's a few bangers on there um and and overall it is a phenomenal mature uh experience that um even though it's really not made for me um i think like people who can like relate more to it would say it's like one of the greatest albums of all time but adele is one year older than taylor swift and so taylor swift writing her fucking album tortured poets department is really just highlights how much more mature other songwriters are at her age because Adele was younger when this album came out, right? Like she was what? 33 by the time it released. And it's, you know, it's so much better and so much more mature and so much more reflective. And the most reflective that, uh, Taylor Swift gets is, uh, sometimes I feel like everyone is a sexy baby. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I do not think that she is a goaded artist. Um, even, even though I would call myself the Taylor Swift fan, I just think that she's overblown and I don't think she's talented enough to be fucking times person of the year winner two times. Okay. She should be a one-time winner like the rest of us. Although actually you want to know something crazy, Maxwell, um, What's the kids, who weren't times person of the year winners are going to college either this year or next year. So like kids who are too young to not to, to like be times person of the year winners are going to college now. Can you believe that? We know that's why they're not going to college. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that that is the line is, you know, if you were old enough to be a times person of the year winner, you know, you're good. You're, you're, you made it. And I think if you're born after that, you're just the scum of the earth and you'll never amount to anything. And if you're a two time winner, like Taylor Swift, you're overblown. Uh, no. Cause didn't Zelensky win last year? Like, uh, like the year before. Yeah. That also makes him a two time winner. I don't, I don't think he's overblown. I think he's pretty cool. I think I, 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 I just think Taylor Swift is overblown. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think uh, fucking Zelensky is uh, overblown. I, I think he's doing a pretty good job, especially considering how fucking bad we're letting him down as a country. Like Jesus Christ, if your fucking uh, representative was one of the ones uh, who like is voting against this uh, Ukraine aid package, um, definitely go vote. Oh yeah. Let's. Uh, I want to. I want to do a segment here since it's an election year. It's an important election year. Um, 
I want to let everybody know uh, what races are going to be on um, on Tuesday when this comes out. So that way, if you know, uh, like if you listen to it before you're, you're uh, going out and you want to go in and vote, you know, that way you'll know uh, if you're eligible and stuff. So uh, February 24th primaries. Uh, or far, sorry, February 20th, 2024 primaries. Uh, uh, do, do, do. Uh, I'm not sure if there are any on uh, the 24th. Or I, I keep saying the 24th. It's the uh, 20th. But uh, definitely uh, make sure you uh, get your votes in early if you can. Um, get educated. Uh, if you don't, go in and uh, make your voice heard. You know, you're you're wasting your vote. And people fucking died to give you that vote. So you should go and use it. Because it's, it's pretty cool. Democracy is pretty swag. Would you agree, Maxwell? Uh, yes, I like democracy. Democracy uh, is uh, got my back. I love democracy. I love the republic. I, oh, t- hang on, hang on. Sorry, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're we're saving that for after. We got we, we got to talk about we, we got to talk about that after. So w- let's hold our horses. Um, I will say, uh, not this week, but next week is the Michigan presidential primary. So if you live in Michigan, uh, take note of that. Get out there. Uh, make sure you uh, uh, vote if you're registered to vote. You probably are registered to vote already. Um, so just go on out there, make your voice heard. Um, you know, uh, if uh, by the way, if you live in an open primary state, I suggest you go as a Republican and vote um, against Donald Trump and vote for Nikki Haley as the Republican uh, nominee. Because fuck Trump, I'd rather have Nikki Haley, and I don't even like Nikki Haley. So if you live in an open primary and you're thinking about uh, who to vote for, uh, go in as a Republican and pick Nikki. Because if you go in as a Democrat and you vote for anyone but Joe Biden, you're not going to win. Like, that's that's the hard truth you got to learn. Uh, if, if you don't like him as, like, the uh, the, the, the Democrat nominee, you know, tough titties. He's an incumbent, and he blows everyone else out of the water, popularity-wise. Like, the normal challengers haven't even, like, tried to run this year, right? It's, like, Marianne Williamson and Dean Phillips, and that's it. Bernie isn't trying, and fucking Elizabeth Warren isn't trying either. So, it's it's nobody right now, right? So, Biden's going to win the, the Democrat primary. But you should still go out and make your voice heard. Uh, there's still, like, write-ins and stuff, you know? Participatory, participatory democracy is very important. So go out and make your voice heard. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the next presidential primary deadline is Michigan on the 27th of February. So go out and make your voice heard. There you go. That's, 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 public, uh, that's public soapbox, uh, public service announcement. Uh, portion done with there you go did you have any anything else you wanted to add to that that was pretty self-explanatory but i will say 
at the end of the day, it's your vote, and you mm-hmm. should let us tell you who to vote for. Hell yeah. Um, we're very smart. We're, we're very politically minded. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, also, your, your filing deadlines have either all already passed or they're not until March, but get informed about when those are so that way you're registered to go. Because uh, they'll be doing them up until June is the, uh, is the last ones. The last states are done with their primaries in June. So uh, get in and get ready for that. But uh, also make sure you uh, know who your Congress people are, uh, and like get register, like get educated on their stuff, and register to vote if you want to support them or get rid of them. Because I know there's a couple Congress people who I would like to uh, unseat and replace with someone better. So For real, yeah, we, there's a lot of shitty ones out there. Um, my two senators are okay. I'm not the biggest fan of my uh, house rep, but it's whatever. Um, actually, you know, I I've been I've been talking on the uh, on the Twitter account that uh, the my old representative. I used to live in the um uh, uh the district where Adam Kinzinger was representative um he's sort of famous because he was like one of the only republicans to like stand up against trump uh because he wasn't going to run again because he was getting redistricted so he was like uh you know what i'm here i'm gonna i'm gonna vote my conscience and i'm gonna be like i don't fucking like trump he's kind of a moron so uh he he's like all right let's 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 do that and uh i i never really was a big fan of him but like He's been really big on, like, helping Ukraine, and he's been really big on, like, talking shit on Trump, and god damn it, when that man cooks, he cooks. He's it, He makes it very hard to dislike him. Like, I still do, but he's based a lot. He's really, really, really based sometimes. But, yeah, that's, that, that's the shitty part, is when you really want to dislike someone, but they just make it so hard to, right? have you ever had someone like that where you're you're just like god damn it i want to hate him but like it's like that that one meme where it's like uh the worst person you know just made a great point and it's that's just me with him all the time but he's so based i can't help it right he's really really fucking based and yeah yeah i don't know if you have anyone like that but shit uh can't say I do, but you know, I'm I'm sure those people are out there. Yeah, hate them, but you gotta agree with them. It's true, and fucking Adam, he was actually like in my neighborhood. My mom met him. Like my mom saw him like walking our our dog one time, and it was like, "Hey, you're Adam Kensinger, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and uh, she was like, "You know, good I on hate you for standing you. up to Trump." No, she doesn't hate him. She thought he's based. And I'm like, he voted mostly Republican down ballot. I feel like we're giving him credit. um, Due credit. Fair. Um, Like, he put his family in danger. There was a cop outside his house. That's Uh, a good thing. No, like I'm saying, like, he he had balls for it. Like, respectable. He was, like, voting 
against Trump put his family in danger. And that's not good, but, like, I respect him for it. Like, it's bad that, like, he had to put his family in danger by saying that. But in doing that, like, you know, that's respectable, right? You're putting your life on the line. And he, he had a cop outside his house at all times for, like, the majority of the time that I was living there. And, you know, due credit to him. So he has balls. He's a ballsy motherfucker. But that being said, I feel like we we are giving him a lot of credit for that, but we're not giving him derision for the fact that he voted, like, Republican down ballot 90% of the time. So it's just like, eh, like... You know, you're, you're, you're good where it matters, but in a lot of places where it's like, you could be better, you're really, you're really like coming up last, you know, like he's, I'm pretty sure he was pretty shitty on abortion. Um, uh, he's not the best on guns. Granted, I have weird opinions about guns too. Um, and like. Yeah, I don't know. He's 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 not the best example, but like when he's when he's based, he's fucking based. And I I respect him a lot. Uh and and I hate that I have to because Jesus Christ. He's such a fucking ah, uh, he's such a hard person to to uh dislike because he's he's right when he's right. He's right when he's right. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about me. I think I think that's what I think that's like the prevailing opinion about me is. Yeah, actually, I do have an answer. You. It's me. <laughs> but when I'm right, I'm right. You know, when I'm based, I'm fucking based. Um. But yeah, you got you got to respect someone when they're right. You know, you can't let your hatred of someone get in the way when you're like, okay, this is. Uh, when, when something is clearly right, you've got to be like, okay, you know what? Do credit to you. No matter who it is, you got to be like, okay, you did a good thing here. You did bad things everywhere else, but you're right here. And I feel like that would make us intellectually a little bit more honest. Um, but yeah, anywho, democracy, do your part. Um, uh, if you're a Republican and you're in South Carolina, uh, your primary date is February 24th. Uh, so go and do that. And then in Michigan, you are on February 27th. And so, yeah, go and, and, uh, take part in those. And if you don't know your state already, uh, there's a lot of them left to go. I think most of them are on March 5th. So definitely, uh, see if you're registered and if you are go vote, it's very important. Go, go. Yeah. Democracy only works when people participate. So yeah, it. I think the 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 record turnout for most voters in a presidential election is something like sixty percent, right? Uh, it, it it's crazy how many people just don't vote, and it sucks. Uh, and and it sucks when like a few people who have time, mostly old people, the the vast majority of people, like if you go by. Groups of people, the group that uh, consistently turns out to vote the most is fucking old people. And you don't want old people deciding how to run your country. (laughs) You're right. So, 
don't let that happen, okay? Get out and vote and tell those old fucks. That's uh, done. Yeah. Um. Oh, all right. So, of the voting eligible population, uh, the highest turnout rate ever was 2020, and it was only two thirds. And I think that's fucking stupid. Everyone should turn out to vote because democracy only works when people participate. So get out there and fucking vote. And, uh, uh, but before you do that, listen to the rest of this, uh, podcast after the ad break, cause we do have to go there. So, uh, let's, 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 uh, fill our wallets and you fill out those ballot boxes. Hell yeah. This episode is sponsored by liquid IV, the number one powdered hydration brand in America. We've been partnering with them all summer, and I've been using it to beat the heat through some of these particularly nasty heat waves. While it was scorching hot outside, I was staying cool and refreshed with Liquid IV and their 12 delicious flavors. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast and far more efficiently than water alone. And it also contains five essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks without any GMOs, gluten, dairy, or soy. Liquid IV is also committed to equitable access to clean water worldwide, partnering with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions with communities that protect both their water and their futures, and donating 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code IIHSPODCAST, all one word, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code IIHSPODCAST, again, all one word, at liquidiv.com. Thank you again to Liquid IV for partnering with us. This podcast is sponsored by Amanda Redwine, your no-nonsense talk therapist and parent coach. Serving individuals and couples in both Illinois and Florida for counseling therapy, as well as worldwide for parent coaching. Amanda's specialty is working with teens and young adults, as well as their family systems. Amanda has extensive experience working with youth who identify on the LGBTQIA spectrum. She has also done couples work based on a foundation of the Gottman Method. She brings a light, no-nonsense approach to treatment that is approachable and empathetic. She is unflappable and makes her clients comfortable from the very beginning. Find out more at www.amandaredwine.com. Dot com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-R-E-D-W-I-N-E dot com. Thank you again for sponsoring this episode, and back to the show. Hello, we're back. Uh, it's it's a couple days later. We're, uh, we're, we're kind of recording this a little bit last minute, uh, right before uh, Tuesday morning. It is... It is night. Monday night. Yeah, it's Monday night. Um, our first episode of Atop the Table went out. Um, that was fun. Glad to have that finally out. Um, good to good to be vibing on that. Good to see that that is uh, a thing that's happening. Um, but let's, you know, we we, we talked about, a, a, you know, how much we love democracy. And there's one other guy who loves democracy. And his name is Sheev. That's right. We're talking about Star Wars again. Fuck you. Um, you just say Palpatine. No, his name is Sheev. I like to take the power away from him. Like you calling like, him first name. You, you like to confuse our audiences. 
No, his name is Sheev. Um, so, uh, we, uh, have watched the Bad Batch trailer. Uh, if you haven't, you probably should, uh, at least if you're interested in the Bad Batch, but it's the final season. Yeah, if you're not interested, boy, do we feel sorry about this segment. Hey, Buckle you know, up. you got you got some pretty generic, you know, sports jock stuff already. You know, we were talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and the Super Bowl in the first half. And now we get to talk about nerd shit. OK, that's that's the trade off. OK, I can only talk about non nerd shit for about 30 minutes. So yeah, it's about to get real non political. Damn right. Um. So we saw the trailer. And there's a lot of things that could happen in this season. You know, these these are like 13 episode long seasons and a lot can happen in 13 episodes, you know? So we've put together some bingo cards uh, as was sort of an uh, a, a suggestion from uh, friends of the podcast Records of the Republic. Uh, they're, they're a fellow uh, podcast. They do a lot of Star Wars. Um obviously based on the name um and in 24 hours from right now uh roughly uh the bad batch will be out so we're gonna put this to the test uh our 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 star wars prediction knowledge and you know what have you to the test because we've created some bingo boards and we are going to uh a post them on our twitter when this episode comes out so uh, you'll be able to see that there. Um, so we're we're excited about that. We're going to be competing against each other. Um, and we're also going to, uh, hopefully, if we, if we can get this right, uh, you know, then I think we're, we're basically Star Wars gods, right? If we can get at least a bingo on here, at least one, if not two, then I think we're pretty damn, uh, I, I I think we should probably be the real owners of Star Wars. What do you think? If we if we can get a bingo on this, sure. I I think you know getting five of these in a row. Um. Ooh ah damn! I wish I had changed one of my predictions because it feels too late. It is too late. All right, but let's just jump into the list. So. Uh, we're going to be going in order. Uh, we're going to be starting with uh, B1. So in column B, row one, uh, let's start with uh, what I had in there. And I said that Quinlan Voss is going to make an appearance in this show. I, I think that is a, a pretty good prediction considering we're getting Ventress back. Cool. I had a similar prediction. Uh, what did you have in B1? Well, it's not there. But... Well, what do you have in B1? I don't know. I sent it to you. Okay. Um. So, Max's B1 is... We see another Jedi, not Ventress. Alright, fair. Fair, fair, fair. So, uh, it's kind of like yours. Except yes. exactly... Almost exactly the same. Alright, fair. Um... For B2, so going down, uh, for, I for say... For reference, I never looked at his bingo chart 
You did not look at mine. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad. Um, this is fully independent from each other. In B2, I say we are going to see at least four different lightsabers, right? So I I don't know if that means one General Grievous or four different Jedi who use a single lightsaber. I think we're gonna see at least four different ones. Well, you're one you're one way there. We saw Ventress. Um I'll I'll count it if we see Vader's on his belt. I'll count it. Uh, but if we don't see it on his belt, I uh, I won't. Um, but I, I think at least four different ones. And I feel like that might be one too many. But I don't care. I think I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Um, what do you have for B2? Palpatine meets Omega. Omega. That's how she fucking talks. It's hilarious. Um. But uh, yeah, Palpatine meets Omega. I I don't know if we're going to have the main villain of the franchise meeting Omega, right? I don't know if she's important enough for that. Well, so I would put that on like... That that's my prediction. All right. That's a, that is a prediction. I see you put it in B2, so it's not quite as like the one you're banking on. That's sort of like a backup one. Um, in B3, uh, you put Cad Bane kills a named character, please. Parentheses, please, with an exclamation point. He really wants Cad Bane to kill someone. I really just, like, he really felt like a shell of a character in both both of Boba Fett and Semi the Bad Batch. I don't feel like he was all that impressive in season one, but didn't he kill Ton Lee? So he has killed one named character. Exactly. So, all right. All he has to do is just kill another. All right. Um, for mine, I said Rex and Cody reunion. I think captain Rex and commander Cody had such a good dynamic during the show it, or during the, you know, the previous show during Clone Wars that I don't think they can keep them apart. I think Rex and Cody are going to have a bit of a reunion. Um, uh, but <laughs> I don't know how long that reunion's going to last. Um, right. Uh, for B4, I put Crimson Dawn shows up. Um, I said that just because uh, they have a model for Dryden Voss. Sam Witwer always loves coming back as Darth Maul. Um, even though he's not coming back as Palpatine, because we know who voices Palpatine, it's Ian. Ian's back, baby. He loves. Yes, we I know mean, this. he doesn't want to uh, get dressed up in the Palpatine make- makeup anymore, but he's fine with voice acting because, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Money. Ian. Uh, uh, the other, the other Ian, um, Ian Abercrombie, who used to voice Palpatine. Um, sadly passed away and Tim Curry suffered a stroke. So um, they just get Ian to voice Palpatine uh, in shows now. And that's pretty cool. And he showed up in person in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And by the way, side note, how sad is that, that that might be the final in-person appearance of Palpatine? You know, like ever. Yeah, it could be. 
because you know Ian McDermott's an old guy. He's been playing well, the same role for forty years. You know, sometimes that can be a good thing. Maybe I don't know, like, but you didn't like Obi Wan Kenobi that much, so I'm. I was saying like, how sad would it be if that show was the last time you ever saw, uh, saw him like dressed up as the Emperor? Was it would be an Obi Wan Kenobi? Yeah, I think that'd be. It'd be okay. I mean, like, I don't know. The bar is very, very low ever since somehow Palpatine returned. It makes sense. That line makes total sense. Somehow? How would Poe Dameron know that, uh, how, like, the exact details of how Palpatine came back? How would he know? I guess none of us know how. That's yes, the that's the but point. But we do because the next line tells us exactly how he did it. Uh what is it? Dark science cloning secrets only the Sith knew. He used dark science to create a clone and it he was just, a secret only the Sith knew. Filled out the all of the above bubble. But it's true. We question. saw it. We saw the little all the little uh clone tanks with the snokes in them. You know, it's not, it's not that much of a, of a leap, you know, it's not that much of a stretch. It's pretty, it's pretty easy, but anywho. Yeah. I think Crimson Dawn is going to show up. I think like Dryden Voss, maybe that'd be cool. I like Dryden Voss. I like Paul Bettany. Um, I don't know. How would you feel about that? Um, good for him, but I, I don't think Crimson Dawn is showing up at all. Uh, do you think? I, I'm thinking there might be like more subplots than would be able to, like for them to fit it in there. So I don't, I don't think it will uh, fit in. Um, for B four, that was my B four. For your B four, you put Rex loses hard. Um, yes, I feel like there will be something that makes him go into exile. That is my next prediction, is the clone uprising fails. Um, yeah, there's just, there's no way. My B5 is clone uprising fails, and that is one of my cornerstones. So, that is going to be, I, I'm I'm putting it all on black, I'm betting it all on black here. Uh, I think they're all fucked. I, I think all the clones are fucked. So, that's my, that's my B row. Uh, your B5 is Wolf kills Cody or Hauser. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I think No, because Wolf is fi- like he's fine up until Rebels when he betrays the group and then he instantly is like, "Wait, that was a fucking stupid decision. We're all going to die for no fucking reason." You know? So I don't I don't think Wolf is going to kill Cody or Hauser. I think Hauser and Cody are both going to die. Uh, I've made that a prediction. I'll, I'll tell you when that shows up. Um, but yeah, Cody is absolutely fucking going to die. Uh, and probably Hauser too. But I don't think Wolf is going to be the one to kill them. I think Wolf and Gregor and Rex are going to be like the only three survivors of the clone uprising. Um, uh, for my... Actually, that ties into my I one. Uh, which is Wolf and Gregor. I think we're going to see both of them. Um, because so far in Bad Batch, we've seen Gregor. They broke him out of prison. Yeah, it's kind of lazy. But, 
We've already but, seen one guy in the trailer. That's like if you put down like a prediction of someone who's already in the trailer showing wait, up. Wait, was show. Gregor in the trailer or was was it Wolf in the trailer? Wolf was in the trailer. Okay. I think I think we're going to see Wolf and Gregor like together. Like I think this is where they're going to get their ATTE and go fuck off to that desert planet. Like that's that's what I mean by that. But like I think we'll we'll we will see all three of them together. Um, that's my I one. Uh, what's your I one? Bale, Organa, or Saw Guerrera? Um, we saw Saw already, didn't we? Not in the trailer. I I meant like in this show. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might see Bale Organa. I I think Bale Organa is probably a decent prediction. I I think Jimmy Smits isn't really doing anything. Um, but they don't usually get Jimmy Smiths for the animated series. They usually get like Phil Lamar, don't they? Yeah. I don't know. Who would who do you think would be more expensive? Jimmy Smiths or Phil Lamar? Jimmy Smiths. Well, what do you think Jimmy Smiths is doing right now, you know? Like is he on a TV show? I don't think so. I, well, I don't think he's, he's also not a voice actor. True that is true. That is true, but I mean I don't know. I think we're paying uh, voice actors a little bit more. But, like, he's not in East New York anymore because that was canceled. Um, yeah, he hasn't worked. Actually, uh, sorry. He has uh, voice acted in uh, Gears of War 4 and Star Wars The Force Unleashed. So, you're fucking wrong. How does it feel? Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I think Jimmy Smith's... Uh, would probably do it. I'm not sure. Um, but well, yeah. I don't. All right, fair enough. Make fair that enough. a bingo card. Yeah, here's my eye too, and I feel like this is the boldest prediction of the lot. Um, but I saw you had one somewhat similar, so I said Hunter dies is my eye too. I I think Hunter's gotta go. They gotta kill him. Um, yeah, I there's no way he's he's gonna die. Um, yeah. Um, and you put Rip Marauder. So for those of you who don't know, the Marauder is their ship, is their little shuttle thing. And you're saying it's going to get blown up, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing this ship has survived that long. Fair, honestly, fair enough. Uh, oh, especially now that tech isn't there to pilot, you know. That's fair enough. That's that's actually probably a good uh, prediction. Um. Uh, my I three. So this is an important one as well. I said we're gonna see more Krennic. I think I think they're gonna. So they brought Ben Mendelsohn back uh, to voice him in the season finale of Bad Batch season two. That uh, that two parter. Um, ben Mendelsohn was there to voice Krennic. I think they're gonna bring him back. I think they're going to I think he's going to be there and he's going to be like, "Well, Mr. Emperor Palpatine, sir, you know, this fucking Hemlock guy is kind of a moron, uh, but the Death Star is pretty cool. You should give me more money." And he does the thing where he puts his pointer fingers together. I think that's what's going to happen. That's not that's not my prediction. Uh that's not my full prediction. I just wrote down more Krennic. So, he doesn't have to do exactly that, but as long as he shows up, uh, I will mark that off. Uh, your I three. 
Ooh, I'm not a fan of this one. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of, like, any of my predictions. No, I'm not a fan of it. Like, I don't want them to do this. Uh, so you said a Sid Redemption arc. I don't... Uh, and you put down in in quotation marks, you put uh, four giggles. Um, goggles. Oh, for goggles. Oh, I can't read this very well. Okay, that makes more sense, actually. Um, you think she's going to say four goggles? No, I don't think she's going to say it. But you think Sid Redemption are. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Honestly, if you do, if she does say four goggles, I'm gonna give you the whole fucking. I'm, I'm, I'm. You win. You win. If she says that exact line, which I think she will, but I'll give you that that whole fucking bingo. You will win if she says that. Um. Now I want to go. I want to skip my I four. I want to go into your I four. Um. They all die except Omega. That's pretty rough. That's pretty harsh. Um, seems fair. All right. I mean, you know what? Fair enough. I think. I mean, I wouldn't mind it if they all died. Um, the one non-annoying character, the the only character in the or sorry, the only characters in the Bad Batch, uh, who had some depth were, um, Tech, who's dead apparently. I I don't know about that, but um. <laughs> Tech and From that height, he's probably dead. No, he figured out a way to. He figured out a way. He figured we didn't see him die, so the rule is he isn't dead. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the the only two I liked were Crosshair and Tech, and Tech's fucking dead, and Crosshair's going to die. Um. So. Okay, I. I just misread something on here. We'll get there when we get there, but I just misread something on there that I think is very funny. Um, let's keep going. Um, uh, my I4 was Fennec shows up. Fennec Shand. I think she's going to come back. That's a real prediction you put, and you saw the trailer. Did Wait, you watch it? Did she? Did you watch the trailer? I, I watched it once. Did she show up in it? Yes. Okay, I will overwrite that, and I will put... Uh, I'll put Fennec versus Cad Bane rematch. How about that? That's fair. That's on my. That's on me. You know, I should have watched the trailer you. again. I should have watched the trailer again. But I think Fennec versus Bane rematch. Um, yeah. There you go. Um. All right. Fair enough. Um. My I five was Zillow Beast armor. Because they were talking about doing that uh, in Season 2 of Clone Wars. So I think that's what they're going to do. You think, for your I-5, it is Segway into Rebels. Um, you spelled Segway in quotation marks. Segway as in, like, the motor vehicle. Um, I was wondering no. if, that, if that was a joke there, or if that was just, like, unintentional. Unintentional. Okay. Good to know. My, yes, yeah, so that was... Our uh, our I rows or I columns, um, N one for you. You said the batch is hunted for half the season. Um, I think it's gonna be more than that, right? It's got to be more than that. You know. Sure. But, yeah, 
It's got to be. Oh, shit. Ah, damn. Now I have a prediction that I think they're going to do. And, ah, fuck. I, I wish I made this. I wish I was making this right now because I just came up with a really good prediction, but I don't want to say it until until the end. Um, so that was your N1. My N1 is Ventress dies for real. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to finally give her like an actual death, please. You can because nobody dies from force lightning. It's kind of pathetic. I'm glad they brought her back because dying from force lightning is fucking sad, but she's dead. She's dead for real. And that ties into my next one, which is Echo dies for real. So my end row is just two motherfuckers who die, a free space. Uh, I'll go over my last two. It is, um, I think we're going to see classic Stormtrooper armor. And uh, my N5 is set up for another animated show. Uh, What do you think about those? Uh, What was the first one? Uh, N1, Ventress dies for real. N2, Echo dies for real. N3, Free Space, because it's the middle one. N4, I think we're going to see classic Stormtrooper armor. And then N5, set up for another animated show. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of those seem more likely than others. Okay. Uh, which ones do you think are more and less likely? I think another show setup is probably not going to happen. Yeah, probably. I don't think their Bad Batch gets a lot of viewership. I don't think it makes them a lot of money. I I don't think they're going to be. <laughs> I don't think they're going to make another one, which is sad. Yeah. But I feel like the quality has gone down since season six, anyway. So it doesn't really matter, you know. We're we're not losing all that much, you know. Bad Batch is good, but it's not great, and a lot of the time it's fucking mid. So it's whatever. Uh, and your end row is uh, starting from the top. Bad Batch hunted for half the season. We already said that. Uh, your second uh, row, new clone variants. Um, like they're cloned from another guy or what? Because we we saw like. Some of those like brainwashed clones from yeah, like last that. season. Okay, but, like, something else. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, free space in N three, um, N four. Crosshair sides with Hemlock. Um, that's odd. I don't. I don't know if I am gonna put a lot of stock in that. But I mean, you're fair enough. Fair enough to make that prediction. Um. Oh, and the last one, Inquisitor or Purge Troopers. Okay, that, I, it took me a second to read it. Um, Yeah, that was the prediction I just came up with. Because I was like, now why would they need to go to Ventress? And I'm like, oh, it's probably because they're being hunted by an Inquisitor, and they think a Jedi can take out the Inquisitor. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, so that makes sense. I, I agree with that. If I had another um, space, I would put that in there as well. Now, our G column. Uh, my G1 is, I think they're going to use the James Earl Jones voice AI to voice Vader, right? Um, cause that's what they did for Obi-Wan Kenobi and it sounded pretty damn good, right? So they had like James Earl Jones reading the lines and then they used like an AI to like clean it up and make it sound more like 
the original because he didn't really sound right in Rogue One. Um, so they're, they're, I think they're gonna like uh, go in and fix it with the AI. Um, my G two, I think Darth Sidious is going to kill Hemlock. I should have changed it to Vader, but I'm sticking to my guns. I think Sidious himself is gonna do it. Uh, G3, I think we're going to see real TIE Fighters. Uh, G4, Tech is going to come back. G5, I think either Cal or Kanan is going to show up. So that's my G column. What do you think about those? Uh, you know, those sound pretty interesting. I kind of had a similar prediction to like, oh, we see Stormtroopers. You'll, yes. You'll see. Uh, yeah. So we're about to we're about to go over that. So G one Zilla Beast Prison Break. I think that would be pretty cool. I'm down for that. Um, it's like the you're... only. It's like the only like reasonable thing in my my list. Yeah. Bingo. I mean, you can't lock up a fucking Zilla Beast, so obviously it's gonna get out. Um. Now you you so for G two he wrote down Nala say and then he drew a little dead guy face right two X's for the eyes and then a tongue. I thought he wrote down Nala sexy, and I was very concerned. I was like, oh shit! All right, I didn't know he wanted to fuck Cam and Owens. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that was your fetish, Maxwell. But I'm Yo, glad it's not. They're next. Don't finish that thought. Do not finish that fucking thought. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> um, G3, Star Destroyer. I fuck with that. I think we'll probably see one. Um, one bottle episode. Uh, nothing in it relevant uh, to plot of shell. Fair enough. I think that's probably... Yep. That tracks. They love to do filler in these fucking animated shows. Um, yeah, I thought and- that... I thought that one would entertain you. Yeah, yeah, that really spoke to my main criticism of this fucking show, is the goddamn filler episodes. Um, R2-D2 or C-3PO? Fair. I mean, we haven't seen them yet. They have models for them. Might as well. Um, So that's your G-Row, or G-Column. Finally, uh, let's do the O-Column. My O-1... Uh, which is, which is, I would say, like, the most important column. Wrecker fucking dies. I think there's no way they let Wrecker live. He is obviously going to get, like, some kind of heroic sacrifice and, like, blow himself up or something. And he's gonna die. Um, O2. I think, A, not only is Boba Fett going to show up, but I think we're going to see his classic armor. So if there's a Fennec versus Bane rematch, uh then that sort of precludes it. But if, but if Cad Bane does show up, I think it's going to be Boba and Cad Bane fighting. And we're going to see how Boba Fett got the little dent in his armor. Um, Oh, three. I think, uh, Gunji is going to come back. Um, if it's not Cal or Caleb or Ven or, uh, uh, like, or if Ventress is is uh, get gets like fucked up, or I don't know, maybe Gunji gets fucked up by the Inquisitor, and they call in Ventress to help them, like even the odds or something. I don't know, but I think Gunji's coming back because everybody loves Gunji. 
Um, my O four, Cody fucking dies. Um, yeah, feel like that's simple enough. Cody fucking dies. Um, and my O five, my final prediction is that we are going to get more Tarkin. Uh, and I'm very happy about that because I fucking love Tarkin. Tarkin's great. You put that in your corner. Yeah, that's my O five. That's my very bottom Jeez. one. All right. Jeez. And anyway, here, here, here's what's really funny is um, your O five is my O four. Echo dies early. Yup, they gotta kill him. They gotta kill him. They gotta I'm, kill him. He's gotta die for too long. He's too good. He's too competent. If they let him live, he fixes the entire fucking uh, galaxy before the OT even happens. They yeah. gotta kill him. Uh, number two, Emery is evil. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, like me, Emery is the fucking uh, other female clone of uh, Jango Fett. I don't know if I believe them, but whatever. O three, 3 battle droids fuck shit up. Fair enough. Sure. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. It feels like Rex uh, hadn't run into battle droids since the Clone Wars, and that's why in that one Rebel, Rebels episode, he was like, oh shit, it's fucking uh, battle droids. Uh, you know? The thing but is, we I... saw them earlier in this show, so I don't see a reason why they can't show up again. That is true, I guess. They did. They brought them in uh, season two, and so they do still have models for them. Uh, the Rafa sisters again. Fuck, I hope not. I know. It wasn't even a, a bad like episode or fight scene that they brought them back in Bad Batch, but goddamn, I hate them. And finally, for 05, you did sequel bait, which is the same prediction that I said earlier that they're going to segue into an animated show. But, you know, I, I, I guess, all right, whatever. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, those are our, are our predictions. Uh, we're going to be posting both of our bingo cards, uh, over on Twitter. Um, uh, yeah. So we're going to be marking off these bingo cards while we're, uh, going down and like, like watching each episode, we're going to be marking off these bingo cards and, uh, yeah, we'll see who gets bingo and who gets more correct. Cause you know, with bingo, right. It's not just about like, uh, it's not just like, here's the amount you're getting correct. It is, here is how likely they are, right? Because you have to balance it based on like the free space. And there's like certain parts on the board where it's not as important, but still kind of important. And then like, there's other positions where it's very important, like the corners. And uh, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of just like, uh, guessing. It's a whole lot of bingo. It is a whole lot of bingo. It's a whole lot of bingo. We got 13 episodes worth of fucking bingo. So, you know, when, when that first episode of Bad Batch finally comes out, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be watching the shit out of it, and we're going to be bingoing the fuck out of it. So, hell yeah. Do you want to do a big red button? Let's do it. Okay. Hmm. Big red button a big old juicy red old button give it to me um you get to script the next super bowl but everyone knows it was you 
Dude, I'm hitting that button. But, like, you get all the hate from every other NFL team's fans. That sounds great. You know how petty that is? You know how petty, like, the the hate people have for another person's team is? That is true. It's so petty. I kind of relish in it. So, I would just, you know... All right, how about, how about this? Of, how about you script, like, the just, whole season? Because I said they've scripted the whole season. So... Sure, why not? They can hate right. me for a whole season. That sounds even more interesting. No, like, they won't know until the Super Bowl. And then after oh. the Super Bowl, they know it was you. Like, I come on the podcast, and I announce to the world that it was you who uh, scripted the entire season. Yo, let's do it. Okay. All right. You would press that. Honestly, I don't know if I would because I don't think I give a shit enough about football. And, like, I'm not getting any benefits out of it. I don't, but that's why I would press the button because I think it would just piss off a whole lot of people. Well, if I bet on it, like, I openly bet on it, and then it was revealed that I scripted it, I'm going to jail, so I can't bet on it. I don't have to bet on it. I know, but, like, I'm saying, like, what am I getting out of this other than, haha, that one sports team is mad, or, like, this whole sports team is mad because everything they watched was a lie, you know? Well, but that's like, everything. That's everything I get out of it. That's I know, enough. but I don't think the pettiness is worth it. I, you know? All right. Well, you, that's fine. I can orchestrate the whole Super Bowl on my own. Sure. Whatever. I mean, we all know that they are orchestrated. I'd rather it be you than Roger Goodell or fucking Taylor Swift or whoever the fuck, whoever the fuck it was. Well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. You know, the devil, you know, is better than the one you don't. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's that's yeah, that's that's my choice. That's my decision is fuck the uh, (laughs) fuck the Super Bowl. Fuck the NFL. Fuck. Taylor Swift, fuck Travis Kelsey. Um fuck everything except democracy. Remember to go vote. That's that's the recap of this of the of the the episode so far. And also um this bad batch season better be good or I'm going to be really pissed off that I wasted six and a half hours of my fucking life watching this fucking cartoon for babies. Um yeah, that's the episode. Uh <laughs> Uh, Do you you have anything you want to add? No, I think that was perfect. That surmises everything. Excellent. All right. Um, I want to thank our patron, Justin Connor. Thank you very much. Keeping the lights on, keeping the show going. Uh, If you want to get a cool shout out and listen to the first uh, 30 minutes-ish of these shows, ad-free and early, like as soon as they're uh, uploaded, Go on over and join our $3 tier over on Patreon. But if you want a cooler shout-out and you want to listen to the whole episode early and ad-free, along with getting our movie commentaries, uh, you're going to want to join that uh, that influential and successful tier. That's uh, that's the $5 tier. Um, but uh, yeah, you get to join in early and you get to hear... You, you, there's less delay between us being a fucking idiot, you know? And, and, and yeah, saying you dumb bullshit. Shit immediately you get it as soon as it's ready hot and fresh out you know you know it's the remix to ignition hot and fresh out the kitchen you know that type of shit 
Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, go over and join that $5 tier. Also, if you want updates, Q&A, topic suggestions, that sort of thing, we are at IIHS Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, YouTube. Blue Sky, I think, but we don't really use it. So, but fucking, I don't think anyone uses Blue Sky. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're on all those. We are at IIHS Podcast. Um, so, yeah, head on over. Go and watch that. Also, make sure to check out our uh, first episode of Atop the Table. Um, like we said earlier, that came out uh, Monday, you know, today, as we're recording this. So go check that out. The, that first episode was a lot of fun, and I think it's only going to get better from, from here. So, uh, yeah, we've got a couple more down the pipeline ready for you, and we're going to be recording them every week. Um, and they're going to be coming out every two weeks. So we'll have a, a significant little... Uh, uh, back catalog in case we ever miss a week so yeah you guys will be hearing them every two weeks so make sure to go check them out and uh, yeah other than that I don't think there's anything else we need to add other than I've been Maxwell and I've been highly successful I guess I've been Kale and I've been incredibly influential and this outro is backwards but I'm not redoing it we will see you in the next next episode yeah. Next week. Yep. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye.